You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hi, everybody. Welcome to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. This is episode 107 and also our holiday episode as we go into the break between 2022 and 2023. My name is Veronica and I'm here with our co-host and executive director of Melbourne South, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. Hi, everyone. Um, Great to have a bit of a retrospective and pick out some excerpts from our favourite episodes and some of them have been mean to do for a long time. And as you said to me before we started the podcast, we're coming to doing this for nearly three years now. So uh, that is unreal. So um, thanks for listening during that time. And maybe some opportunities to go back and listen to full episodes, uh, you know, after you've heard this to get a bit more information. I think we get caught up in going, this is 107. And so we, you and I have been thinking, oh, we've had 107 episodes. But on the 11th of February in 2023, that will mark three years of us doing this podcast. So it's great to go back and um, look at some of our our faves and not necessarily because of who it was or, or you know, the podcast itself, but some of the things that they said that really stood up, stood out. And it's been a really hard job to try and pick some out because there were some great ones. Um, but I think we're going to start with number one. Yeah, and uh, back to where we started, and someone we both know and love, and she's still with being on our region, Lisa. Lisa Bedden. Yeah, absolutely. She is the uh, she's the energizer bunny of BNI, as we like to call her. She's just absolutely full on. And something people may not know is we did this first one in the studio, and we actually recorded it twice. Uh, because their recording equipment failed on her very first episode. Um, I personally, I think the first recording was was pretty good. The second one, we had to redo it. So, <laughs> we were uh, high-fiving going, I can't believe we did that in one take. Yeah. And, and then, then oh, went, sorry. Um, record. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bloody kidding. Seriously. Anyway, so, um, yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to hear an ex- excerpt from, uh, from, Lisa now about how she actually grew her business through BNI. The heart and soul of our podcast is all about sharing a success story of one of our Australian members. So Brent, you know this particular member uh, very, very well. You've watched her go through her whole journey. Uh, would you like to introduce yeah, Lisa um, for us? Yeah, great pleasure to introduce Lisa Bedden from Classy, Cleaner, who, Classy Cleaners, who joined us in uh, 2012, and she's a member of the BNI Peninsula chapter. So she's been there for eight years, but the really amazing part of her story is she didn't start in BNI and what she's doing now. So Lisa, it's so fantastic to have you with us today so that you can share your own personal success story with us. So Brent, you've got a list of questions there for, um, for Lisa. Why don't we start off with the first one, which really takes right back to the beginning so lisa you've been with us for in bni for eight years now 
can you share with us how you were actually introduced? Because that's a, that's a story in itself. Yeah, it certainly was. Thank you, Brent and Veronica. It's, um, it's really exciting to be here on your first podcast. Um, I, my husband owns uh, Peninsula Curtains and Blinds and uh, with respect to a proactive member, was following one of our vehicles uh, and saw the signage and thought, what category to see that you have one category represented at B&I? Uh, what category? We don't have window furnishings. So I I happened to be on reception, took the call and decided this was a fantastic way of coming into networking and let's go and see what b is about. So you went along to the, that very first meeting and uh, walked in the room. What were your thoughts then? Uh, it was so welcoming and so friendly and it was just instantly a no-brainer. It was like to trusted business people looking out for work for you. Who would not want to be part of this? So I just want to ask, the person who made the call to you and invited you, did you know that person? Did not know that person. Actually just followed a van. Proactive, looking out to run with the, the systems and things and structures that we like in B&I, to bring, invite visitors, share the opportunity, share this to everybody. So your business was something that they may have been looking for in their chapter and she's seen an opportunity to invite you? That was all she was just looking a, for. Just from a cold call. Cold just, call. That's incredible. And, you know, and we talk about about sliding doors moments yeah. if you hadn't got that cold call would you have been where you are today? Like, no, it could yeah. have been very, very different. Yeah, um, for sure. Very, very different. And also th- the courage to say yes too because how many times have people offered an opportunity and they say no, not right for me at the moment until they mm-hmm. find there's some reason why they don't do it but you said yes yeah. and you came along. Yep. So tell us how that journey has kind yeah, of opened up fantastic. For you. So that opened up with me then uh, representing, um, yeah, Peninsula Curtains and Blinds for five years. Um, and in that time, the depth of trust, knowing your members and getting to know everyone is just second to none. Uh, it's an amazing group of people. It's individual business owners or possibly employees um, of business companies. And they're there passionately representing their one category. And so from that, um, um, with my own um, marriage separating three years ago, it was the insight that I had a vision to start a, cl- um, a cleaning company, so residential cleaning with respect to classy cleaners. And that aspect gave me instant depth to know I had such courage and such um, drive to work with members within my chapter. So you've actually um, got to the point, five-year member, established member, doing really well out of one business, which uh, through, through a life event, sep- uh, a separation of your marriage, uh, and then left high and dry with nothing and decided to go, okay, I've got this great network here. I can realise my dream to start this new business and, and start this cleaning business and get, get established through this. So um, tell us... What gave you the confidence to do that? Because it's an amazing sort of situation. Mm. The um, So exactly right. I wanted to be independent. Mark and I have a, and girls have an amazing family unit. So there's no, um, yeah, no disgruntled uh, separation, which is fortunate in, in our lives and the pe- people that we are. But that actual, to start something cold and want my own independence to um, not be a part of Peninsula Curtains was the knowledge of having and listening every week to a snippet of the business coach knowing within my chapter i had a business coach i spoke uh, with jamie and um yeah essential business services were able to provide that professional advice uh, and direction firstly 
then from there you can look to the instant things you else you need to set up um, and that was my trust and business background with the bookkeeper um, Debbie from Rad Bookkeeping um, Caroline Aurora Creative a graphic designer was able to then um, promote and create um, with um, my branding and also her husband with vehicle signage was able to promote, promote my logo the depth continues within members of your chapter that you trust so I just want to just want to be really clear on so you've had this massive personal um, challenge in your life and you've gone to your business coach in the chapter that's helped give you clarity over what you wanted to do next. I know you said it was a dream, but I, I don't know anyone who has a dream of starting a small business after a separation. You just generally you're just trying to get through one day at a time. And then how important was that community of people around you? On, from a personal point of view. Yeah, the friendships, business friendships and personal friendships that become, um, yeah, very strong within Meeting Weekly and trusting people um, led, led it to be that you had a fo- someone at the end of the phone call within business um, or a group, business group, that could actually offer that um, care and support as well. B&I and the members of B&I are genuinely, I've not come across one that is not a caring and supportive member to one another and there's no price you can pay for that yeah, it's something we find a lot in in our chapters where yeah. uh, someone has a life event or or a, or a personal tragedy or something and the first person they see are the bni members on their doorstep yeah. willing to help them and help them get through that and you know it's a hidden element of what we do yeah. it's not something that gets promoted but it's something our members because they build that relationship they they do with that thought and they they're there they actually help each other through those times because they care for each other and so the power of a referral from someone who really cares about you and your business to someone else is incredibly it's 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 not often that you'll get a call from someone and say look i really want to refer brent because I know he does great work and he really cares about his clients. That opposed to someone just saying, oh, by, by the way, you need that service, we'll give this person a call, he's given me his card. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that trust you build from having a one-to-one to catch up with a coffee outside of B&I is the most valuable time. Um, I guess when I started at B&I, I was very, very proactive in um, wanting to feel and explain to new visitors or to new members that um, that's one key aspect of what works so well for me. Um, within B&I, being a people person, uh, which is another attraction, was the fact that I would ha- I had one one-to-one or two-one to ones with my chapter group within the first um, couple of months and that is invaluable for them to understand and know you as a new member and as a personality. When I started Classy Cleaners, Classy Cleaners is a business that runs with huge attention to detail and customer service. So my members also, this was another element that became so evident of work being quite instant starting the business, is that my care and attention to detail to B&I and being a very proactive member meant that they knew what was what cleaning was going to be offered by Classy cleaners so they could correlate the personality with the business and the service that's going to be provided so you've uh, you've started your business from scratch and utilized all the services within there which which someone just starting up a small business probably wouldn't have access to that range of services that we have in a B&I chapter. So that was tick one really big advantage and obviously the next one was the advantage of those 
people you know and trust within the group because you're you were such a proactive member living the giver's game philosophy giving to them they instantly came out and supported you in finding your business to establish this new this new business absolutely that giver's gain is just second to none um they whether it was their own home they knew a friend that needed a clean uh referrals just were well we went from starting in may 2017 uh, myself and one employee um to then by september october with four employees running right through um to now six employees and heading to the third van this year so you've gone from just yourself working out of a car starting to four employees in six months through B&I referrals. Yes. It's absolutely amazing. And now it's been going nearly three years. We're coming up to the third van out there on the road. And very hard to keep up with the demand. And I can tell you, Lisa's got a fantastic reputation around around the community. (laughs) And because we meet with a lot of business people and and your name comes up quite a bit. (laughs) This um, is a great story for the podcast, isn't it? Because if anyone is out there and they're thinking about starting their own small business and they're not quite sure where to start or maybe going through some personal circumstances and lost a bit of their their mojo it's really important that you're within a community of people that can help you support you and importantly drive your business so that was unbelievable you know so as i'm listening to that podcast um some things are coming to mind and that is how far we have come brent from episode one and it's incredibly vain I don't like listening to my voice. I do the podcasts. I rarely go back and listen to them the second time because it's all about the guests and I don't want to get caught up in what we sound like. But I was listening to my voice in that first podcast and I'm thinking, well, we have come a long way. We've got a lot more personality now. We were really playing by the rules back then and trying to make sure that we got that first podcast out. But I think that was um, we started using a lot of Brentisms. <laughs> and uh, one of my favourite ones is, uh, you know, I think today's rooster is tomorrow's feather duster. I remember thinking, I just got better from there. There's been so many of those in our 107 episodes. Throwing under the bus became something that we were doing on a weekly occasion. It was generally me throwing you under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I've some reason. Running but by a lot of bus drivers. A lot of bus driving. But Lisa was really um, a great guest to have on the third, first podcast because it's all about stories. She had a great story. And one of the things that she talked about is leveraging her BNI experience, which had been eight years at the time, to be able to go from one business into a brand new business and the success that she'd had. So just hats off to Lisa putting her hand up and saying, yes, I'll be your first um, uh, guest. But she was a great guest for us to really kick off what this is about. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, one of the things I was thinking was – we, we sounded so professional. What happened? <laughs> I didn't want but to say no, that. Lisa has gone on with it, and uh, she's still <laughs> just as busy as she ever was and um, and struggling to get staff like a lot of people are at the moment yeah. to, to keep up with the demand for her services. So um, it was great to have her on. So our um, next excerpt we're going to listen to is from episode 25, and uh, that was... Uh, episode 25, that was uh, from WA. That was one of our members from over there, Daniel Bremer. And he was a pest control um, person from WA. And the episode was the greatest referral ever from a door prize. So um, would you like to hear an excerpt from that now and hear the story behind that, how that worked for you? Great. Daniel um, and for our, um, for our listeners, 
we send a bit of a questionnaire so we know what to ask with our guests. So <laughs> in, in Daniel, uh, you put in your questionnaire that you got your greatest referral ever from a door prize. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because uh, a lot of our members paid lip service to door prize. They think yeah. it's you know, just, just a stupid thing they have to do for the B&I, but there is, there is method behind the madness here. So Daniel, can you tell us a bit about that? Absolutely. So the backstory is that I went to the signage company in our chapter and I said, I want a pest van that is going to turn every head of every person that I drive past. So he came back with a, a new theme and it was based off of the A-team. So we, we converted our van to be black with a red stripe, with metallic gray, um, and then SWAT A-pest. We made the A really, really big um, in the same font as the A-team. And we even painted our hubcaps red. So, and I kid you not, we have, I can drive down the road and there are people taking photos of our van. It is, it is that, it stands out everywhere we go and it is fantastic. At the same time, Hollywood came out with a new A-Team movie. And when the DVD came out, I bought 40 DVDs and I was giving them out as kind of like a promo. Now I had my 10 minute presentation and and usually when you do your 10 minute presentation, you're focused on what you're saying. And I was driving to BNI and I thought, oh no, I forgot the door prize. So I knew I had these DVDs in the back. So I, I actually, um, during my 10 minute presentation, I said, I've got an autographed copy of the, of the 18 DVD. Um, they didn't realize that it was actually me, the owner of Swatapest that autographed it, but, um, not, not the actors. And it just so happened that the real estate agent in the chapter won the door prize. Now he comes home on a Friday night. His wife is looking at it like, why did you buy an 18 DVD? And he goes through and he explains the whole, the whole story, the whole and everything about how the pest controller at our chapter, um, you know, has this 18 theme and, and they watch the movie. She goes into work on Monday morning. Now she is the personal assistant of a center manager for a shopping center. Her boss says, I'm sick and tired of the pest controller. Find me a new pest controller. And she goes, you know what? My husband knows somebody who's really good. And he goes, get him in here. Um, amazing. that led to us looking after six shopping centers for six years and every food tenant, every restaurant within the shopping center as well. You t I've got over a thousand referrals from BNI that I received. You take all of those, combine them. That one referral was worth more than all the rest of them combined. Yeah. And the thing was, if I had given a bottle of wine or a book or anything else like that, he would never have actually talked to his wife about, hey, I'm, this pest controller, you know, the really peculiar, odd gift um, that made him actually talk about that. So I, I, I stand by my, uh, my, my, my thing with the MI account that it is a tax deduction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a great so, story. So they weren't expecting B.A. Baracus to, uh, to turn up there. You know, a pity to fool that doesn't use the sweater pest. <laughs> yes, we, 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 um, we, we've got all those different uh, taglines. So. You've probably heard it that many times. <laughs> I think it's a really great lesson too in being creative. <laughs> Be funny. Try and get an If you want wow. to do out, you have to be willing to stand out. It's the only way that people are really going to see you in a crowd of like-minded businesses if you're willing to stand out. And if you're someone who's authentically funny, interesting, happy to be the centre of attention in a room and get the job done, why wouldn't you be magnifying that? And I, I love it, just putting some thought into door prizes yeah. and, and what they lead to. And that's 
that that is truly a, a fantastic story. And um, can, yeah, can I add something? To I'm that? actually amazed for sure. Can, can I add something to that? Yeah, go ahead, mate. Well, one of the it actually was about a month later. Um, I was having dinner with my wife one Friday night. I said, "Well, how was your week?" And she said, "Oh, well, actually, I got asked to find a new IT company for for the uh, for the." chambers that she works at for the 78 offices and i said well i oh what about the it guy at our bni he would have loved that and she said well he's somebody that you know he's not somebody that i know so one of the things that we've done in our chapter is every single month we have a, a social function where everybody brings their partners and now it's not just 50 people in the room that is part of our referral network we now have 100 because now all the partners know all of us as well and and you'd be surprised as to how many referrals actually come from the partners of members of in the chapter yeah. oh for sure one of the uh one of the you know some great um referral stories have come from people's partners who knew the person they need to be connected to but because of the person who was in bni hadn't asked their partner or spoken to their partner about bni or what they do they completely miss that opportunity from it um and even if they wanted them for their own business not sharing those sorts of things he you know, the the uh, the stories are abundant there, and and you know those social events are a great idea. And bring your partner along. Like your your partner can see that it's not a cult. Uh, we're a good group of people. We're doing business with each other, and that's what making connections and and um, and you'll find your partners become a really good referral source once they get to know the other people because they build the relationships with the other people in the group too. Especially and they see that spending a lot of time with BNI people, and your kids are like, "Who's this? What's this BNI that you do, Mum? You're gone five times a week, and where are you?" And when they get to know, and we do kids um, social functions too, where we might do it at the local go kart track, where people can bring their whole family. It's good. It's not. It's not this foreign thing that Mum does or Dad does. It's actually, it's Mum's work. Well, you know, that was such a fantastic podcast. And once again, I think about how far we've come. Uh, you know, that, that podcast with Lisa was before uh, the whole pandemic exploded. And I'm listening to the quality of our recording. And I feel like this podcast that we've just listened to, uh, number 25, the quality was actually a little bit better. And we were on Zoom and crazy things were happening in Zoom, right? There were dogs barking in the background and but it was okay because we were doing whatever we needed to do to uh, make contact with people and stay connected. And he had a great story. Oh, yeah, you know, I love a good uh, pop culture reference and uh, and the A-team stuff hit the spot. That was uh, and you can tell because you were really getting into the B.A. Baracus vibe <laughs> there. I love it. I and love I think it. This is and where the personality comes in and our, and our guests Oh, what a great idea. Well, he just had a great idea about those door prizes. And, and But here's the thing, right? A lot of people treat it as a last-minute thing and they go, oh, what's your door prize? And they hadn't even put any thought into it. And that guy put some thought into it. He even signed the DVD. He wasn't even an actor in the movie. He signed the DVD <laughs> and gave it out. And that led to a huge, absolutely huge referral for him. And I really like how he actually, uh, how that chapter actually integrated their partners into the monthly social. So instead of being 50 referral partners, they turned into 100, which was uh, which was great. And that's, you know, if you, if you go back and you listen to Ivan's Who's in the Room, um, you know, he, he talks briefly about, you know, you don't know who somebody knows. And yeah. we, we need to tap into, like we talk about, you know, everyone in the room knowing at least 150 people that would know them by name and answer a phone call. But what about those people that they're living with? 
What yeah, about sure. the daughter and son-in-laws who are just working for companies that you wouldn't even expect? And they're probably going to get you straight through the person you need to speak to rather than the gatekeeper. So, you know, it's just that was a great podcast. And when we listen to it again, um, I think I got more value out of it the second time when I was listening to it rather than being in it. Um, And it was very funny too. Like you're hilarious when it comes to that kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, So, um, yeah, great, great podcast. So next one, we're going to listen to one more clip now. And this is one of your favourites. This is one of my favourites. And And uh, you love a good clown story. And um, we're going to listen to one of our executive directors from uh, WA, John Williamson, talking about the story, how he got invited by a clown to B&I. So let's have a listen to that. And just before we do, trigger warning, if you're afraid of clowns, turn off now. (laughs) You didn't start off in B&I in Australia, did you? You started off in South Africa. Yeah, I started off in South Africa 16 years ago. Um, and um, an interesting story about that. Um, I think I'm the only member to be invited by a clown. <laughs> and I have to say clown really, really slowly. It depends how you read gonna... into that, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's the story. It's very interesting. I, I, I was running a, a retail store very similar to what you would know here as a news agent. It was a courier business um, in a, uh, a, a a forum, a mall, and um, and there was this old gentleman that used to come every week, and he used to escape from the from his uh, lifestyle village, his uh, his aged care village, and he used to come shopping with all the old biddies, and um, but he hated shopping, and he used to escape by coming into my my shop. And uh, I got to know him quite well, and uh, we would always have a cup of coffee, and um, it was great. And then one day he said to me, so what are you doing next Wednesday? And I thought, well, you know, uh, do you need a lift anywhere? And he says, um, uh, yeah, I do. I need, I need a lift to a business meeting. And uh, honestly, to this day, I still don't know his real name because his name, he, 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 called, he called himself Corky. Corky, right. Corky the Clown. Corky the, the Clown. And uh, and to this day, I still don't know what his real name is, so it was Corky. So I said, Corky, um, you know, you want to go to a business meeting? Um, and, you know, I'm trying really to be tactical. The guy's about 88, 89, and he's, he says, yeah, I have a business, and I run a, a small business. I do um, little parties at the, on the weekends for kids. And I'd tie up balloons and get dressed up as a clown. And I was just gobsmacked when I heard about this. And he told me all these little adventures that he was doing. So I said, "Okay, well, back to Wednesday. You want to get? You want me to uh, help you escape from your old age home and uh, come along to a business meeting on Wednesday?" He said, "Yeah, they have a good breakfast." So, um, okay, no problem. Oh, that's, um, that'll get you I'll, in. They, they have a good breakfast is always a good one. That's it. That's it. So. Um, I, I went along and I, 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 I pulled into the parking and I said, okay, I'll see you later. And he says, I'm not going in alone. <laughs> I said, Corky, I'm not invited to your business breakfast. You asked me for a lift here. So we said, um, yeah, but I'm not going in alone. I don't know anybody. So you, you'll have to come in with me at least to the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, um, 
I said, okay, all right, all right, okay, I'll, I'll come in with you. And I, I got meet, I got obviously uh, met by the visitor host. Said, welcome, welcome. Can you please register your name here? And uh, it costs, uh, I don't know what it costs, but twenty bucks for breakfast. Um, and um, yeah, just. Uh, come in and find a seat. And, and I said, no, 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 I'm not invited. Um, I'm just bringing my friend here, Corky, and I'm leaving. So they said, oh, well, would you like to stay for breakfast? And <laughs> if you had known me then, I was very much an introvert and I was really shy and I couldn't actually talk in front of a whole lot of people. Right. Um, and this place was packed. And when I say packed, there was a whole sixteen people in the room. Right. <laughs> hey, that was a big that was but, a big chapter sixteen years ago. Yeah. yeah, and there were sixteen people in the room, and still to this day, when I open chapters, I actually say when visitors walk in and they see sixteen to twenty people, they see a packed room where yeah. you see a very small room. Yeah. So, um, so Corky uh, sat down. I sat down next to him, and I, I when it came to the visitors, you know. I know a lot of members, when we first started this uh, thing about visitors, can you please say your name, your business, and who invited you? Uh, they say, well, visitors really don't get anything out of it. I promise you, I, was, I would have been really thankful if they said that to me. Yeah. Because when it came to my turn, they said, could you please stand up and talk for one minute about yourself? Yeah. I was terrified. I actually didn't even say a word the first day. I just said, I just looked at the next person. I said, no, you go. <laughs> they didn't even know my name. Right. Um, so it took me about a week or two to actually calm down from this. And they, they followed up with me and they invited me back. Um, and I went back um, and I joined. Yeah. Why did you uh, go back? I, uh, I saw the potential for business growth because of the um, the contribution section when it was going around. There was only 16 people in the room. It was a really brand new chapter. It was probably going for around about uh, three or four months. And uh, I just saw there was a whole lot of people that I could talk to. I saw influence in the room. Um, but I think the one thing that got me over the, uh, over the decision at the beginning was um, even though I thought that was a lot of money that was being contributed, it wasn't. You know, if I had to equate it back to now, it, probably, it was probably about, you know, $5,000 worth of business for the week. And, you know, that, that right now, I, we look at that and we go, that's pretty, pretty poor. Yeah. But then yeah. it was, you know, it was that five grand for me that was, wow, somebody made five grand in this room. You know, a whole lot of people together made five grand in this room in one week. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now we look at that and we say, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 grand in a week. Um, some of the chapters are doing $140,000 a week here. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, um, so that's probably what got me over the top. And I went back and I, I, I signed on. Wow. So, so you've, um, well, one, you've been invited by a clown and we don't have any, <laughs> I don't see any membership committees out there putting um, wanted professions on their list for clowns <laughs> the local circus but um yeah. in, in the event space in the event power team they could probably work pretty well yeah um where in south africa was was this particular chapter in case we have any south african listeners well um it was in a place called nelspruit which is about 350 kilometers east of east of johannesburg yeah right so yeah, yeah about three and a half hours away yeah yeah 
All right, fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, obviously um, through this you've um, became a situational extrovert. Um, so <laughs> That's correct. <yeah. laughs> because uh, from from seeing you uh, from seeing you talking to uh, at B and I, and I've actually seen keynote speakers, uh, keynote speeches back at uh, the South African conference as well. Um, you That's sort correct, of yeah. seem to have uh, grown out of that as well. So um, yeah. So where to go from there with the uh, after you joined as a news agency in your uh, local chapter? <laughs> Well, the, the irony is the clown didn't join. He just came to breakfast, <laughs> and then he never he never came back, right? And I, I had that as a question week. written down, so thanks for asking for answering that. <laughs> what happened to Corky? Corky just came back to my shop the following week and, and laughed at me and told me that it was all planned that he oh, wanted no. me to come come in, and he he uh, he got somebody there to um, say, no, don't worry, he'll get me to come along because. Um, uh, he, he thought I'd been invited before, and I yeah. said no. That was that was untrue. That's a different so, kind of I had no strategy. idea what B and I was all about. It was a stitch up from the start. <laughs> yeah, so Corky the clown. Yeah, so I'll never forget the the, the guy. He's uh, so he changed my life really. And then where it went from there is, um, it took me about a year or so. Uh, I was building that chapter. I, I became the president of that chapter. Uh, it it went. It went into kind of meltdown for a little while, and then uh, we, we pulled it out of the plug hole and uh, got it really going. And it was uh, a 32-member chapter, um, and it worked really well. And then I approached the the national director uh, because there was no regional director in the in where we were, and I said, um, "Is it okay if I start another chapter? Because I have two other people in my in my company that I want to put into chapters." And he says, "You go ahead, all right." So um, we started another uh, two chapters in the in the region, and at that stage, I then offered to buy the region, and uh, we negotiated a bit, and I got a, a good deal on it. And uh, Mike Levine always says that uh, you know I was uh, I was one of the only people that he could uh, uh, that that really manipulated him to get a cheaper price. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> I laughed harder the second time I heard that than I did when we were actually listening to it. What an, uh, just a ripper story. You're in tears. Corky, oh my God. what a classic. It was so funny because <laughs> when we were doing that podcast, I didn't know where it was going. And it was such an interesting story from him because he came from South Africa and he's made his way to Australia. And we've heard that from a number of BNI uh, members and, and a few of the, the guests we've had on the podcast. But who would have thought that that whole situation would unfold? And when he when he got there, and Corky has said to him, "I'm not going." Home. <laughs> he's a, he's a funny man, John. He's so dry. Oh, uh, it was really that good one, there. John. <laughs> you know, we think about you know, and you go back to episode 25 where someone's been really creative with a door prize, and clearly, episode 21, someone's been very creative on how to invite a visitor. I mean, I don't know whether that was born out of desperation or the guy is just a little bit warped, right? Yeah, the, the clown set him up. Who does that? I can see why you picked that as uh, a show because um, that was a classic. And, and we had so much fun doing it and and such a laugh with uh, with J-Dub. It was uh, absolutely awesome. We did. We did have a laugh. And I think that's... That's the feedback that I've been getting a lot about the um, Australian Story podcast is that, you know, there's a little bit of spontaneity and, and, and you're not really quite sure about what you're going to get. In fact, 
Um, in one of the very recent podcasts, I came up with the term lady dude, and I don't know where it came from. I wanted to say it, but I just, it was kind of just, you know, V doing what V does. Oh, we'll have to pick that out somewhere later on. Lady well, I got a, a message from a member saying, hey, really enjoyed that podcast and love the lady dude. V, I'm like, lady dude. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people say, oh, you two, I said, you two get along so well. And I say, it's usually just Veronica and myself just cracking each other up. <laughs> cracking each other <laughs> and cracking each other up. But how, how good is it that we um, we can, you know, share these stories in a really, you know, fun way, in a, in, in a way that's not contrived, it's not strategized, you know. Although, you know, one thing that we did bring into the podcast, which I'm really proud about, is the referral request at the end. Because if we're able to, um, one of the things BNI does, it gets you really succinct at what you do. Yeah, for and sure. When we bring our visitors on, um, the guests on, they are generally, um, they are high-performing members because they have a really succinct referral request. Yeah. And um, I'm really glad that we did that because I think it gives those members too an opportunity to really shine on a, on a much bigger platform. So I just, uh, I'm so grateful, Brent. Um, we started this this podcast, you know, you were in the Melbourne South region um, making sure that it happened. You're sponsoring it, supporting it, and then it wasn't long and the whole of BNI Australia, all the EDs, including Fred, Fred uh, Frederick Marcoux, they got on board and they realised that this was going to be a great platform to highlight the stories of our really unique members and we are unique from the rest of the world. So thank you to BNI Australia and thanks to you because, um, you know, you walk the walk and now we get to talk the talk. So. Uh, thanks <laughs> to you, but We can't do it without you. You're a superstar. <laughs> Hopefully you so, won't one day, but, you know. Let's wrap up uh, episode 107. I'll even do the outro for you. How's that sound? Okay, uh, let's do it. Give you a break. Let's wrap up episode uh, 107. V and Brent's faves from the... Uh, from the first one, I think we'll uh, I think we'll do this again. What do you think, V? We will have to because it's been too hard, and those three were just one out of the first fifty that was really hard. We definitely have to get into the next uh, next fifty. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to BNI The Australian Story, brought to you by BNI Australia. We invite your feedback to our Facebook page and remember to subscribe through iTunes, Google Podcasts or your favourite podcast service. 